If you would turn in your Bibles, please, to the book of the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 20. In the Brita Hadasha, the New Covenant. Acts chapter 20. There's a wonderful scene here. Where the apostle wanted to meet with the elders, the leaders of the congregation in Ephesus. He had helped plant this congregation. There was a tremendous revival going on. He'd spent three years there. And uh, Jews and, and Gentiles were coming to the Lord by the hundreds. In fact, they'd impacted that whole part of Asia. So as they come to meet with him on the beach, there's a very, very moving scene where Shaul, Paul, realizes he'll probably never see them again. And so he warns them about false teachers that would be coming. He reminds them of many of the things that he taught them. And as he finishes talking to them, the last thing he says is in verse 35. Now, if you were going to see a congregation that you had loved for years and, and thought you would never see them again, the last thing you said would probably be very important. And he says in verse 35, I've shown you in every way by laboring like this that you must support the weak and remember the words of our Lord Yeshua that he said it's more blessed blessed to give than to receive. I want to talk to you about the blessing of giving. Let's pray. Thank you for your amazing word, Lord. Thank you that everything we need is here in your word. Speak to us again in your faithfulness. Open our ears. Give fresh oil to Gidon and myself and the other translators. Open our hearts to be changed, to receive your word, which transforms us. And we'll bless you, Abba, in Yeshua's name. The last thing that Shaul, Paul, says to them is, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Now, when we're born, we're naturally selfish. If you don't remember what you were like as a child, watch some children. Watch your own children. They'd rather receive than give. It's very beautiful when uh, a couple weeks ago, after a meeting I was walking here, and one of our uh, workers had one of our little African kids up in his arm. And it was, uh, it was Hanukkah. We were celebrating. And he, uh, he had a, a, a jelly donut and jelly all over his face. He was eating sufganiyot. And as I walked by, he took it out of his mouth and he handed it toward me. Now his nose was running. 
And so I just took a little piece off the side that he hadn't touched. But I thought it was beautiful that he's learning to give. So um, the Lord tells us you'll be blessed if you give. Now he knew all about giving because he gave his life. He came to give his life for you and me. He gave everything. And so when we come into the kingdom of God and we receive the spirit of Yeshua, our character should change that we are also offering people sufganiyot rather than eating it all yourself. We become generous or we should become generous because we have his spirit. Uh, let's look at Galatians chapter 6. Galatians 1, I'm sorry. Galatians 1.3 who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil age according to the will of our God and Father. Let's look at this for a moment. Have you ever thought that there was a moment in time where the father said to the son, now's the time. The son of God wanted to come and die for our sins. He came to be a covenant for us. We know this from Isaiah 42 and Isaiah 49 and other places. But there was a moment when the father must have nodded to him that now is the time. And the most amazing, mysterious miracle happened of all time. The Holy Spirit came and hovered over a little Jewish virgin in Nazareth, in Nazareth. And the Holy Spirit gave to her she was impregnated with a seed miraculously and mysteriously and the Messiah was born in her womb as a baby. The father gave him he gave his son for us. Yeshua chose to come and give everything he had. The Holy Spirit participated. Now think about it. The Son of God in the womb of a teenage Jewish girl growing up in the womb going to Bethlehem being born as a man, as a child. This is the great mystery of our faith. That God came and took on our nature so that he could die for us so that we could have everlasting life. Now, did the angels know this? Gabriel knew something about it because he told me right. Did the rest of the angels know? What was heaven like when the Son of God was gone? What was happening? 
מה קרה? What did the angels think? מה המלאכים חשבו? The millions of angels. מיליוני מלאכים. Did they watch? Did they know? האם הם הסתכלו? האם הם ידעו? האם הם ראו? And when he was born, וכאשר הוא נולד, heaven came down to earth. השמיים ירדו על פני האדמה. The heavens burst open. השמיים נפתחו. And millions of angels מיליוני המלאכים started singing התחילו לשיר. Glory to God in the highest. כבוד לאלוהים במרומים. They saw the miracle. ראו את הנס. They had some understanding of what was happening. היה להם קצת הבנה על מה שקורה. Now, he came. הוא בא. He was given. הוא ניתן. For our sins. עבור חטאינו. He came to die. הוא בא למות. For us. עבורנו. This is the greatest, the most amazing gift. זה המתנה המדהימה ביותר. We could imagine. שאנחנו יכולים לתאר לעצמנו. Praise the Lord, we give gifts at Hanukkah. תודה לאל שאנחנו מקבלים מתנות בחנוכה. זה יותר טוב לתת מאשר לקבל, אנחנו צריכים לתת. בזמן חג המולד אנשים נותנים מתנות. אף אחד לא יודע בדיוק מתי ישוע נולד. אבל אנחנו צריכים לחגוג שהוא נתן את עצמו. שהוא בא. And gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver the likes of me from this present evil age, and it was the will of the Father. Would you lay your son down for somebody? This great love. האהבה הגדולה הזאת, שאשר הוצעה לנו, ניתנה לנו, זה כואב לי הלב שאני הולך ברחובות בישראל, שרוב העם לא יודע שום דבר על זה, או שמה שהם יודעים זה לא האמת. מה זאת אומרת לנו? אלוהים נתן הכל. הוא נתן לי את הנשמה שלי. נתן לגדעון את השיער. הוא נתן לכם את השיער. הוא נתן לכם הכל. הוא נתן לכם את הילדים שלכם. את האח והאחות שלכם. כל דבר שיש לכם. כל דבר טוב שבא משמיים, זה ניתן לנו. מתנות רוח הקודש ניתנו לנו. רוח הקודש ניתנה לנו. מתנות האלוהים שהוא שחרר לגופו כדי לשמר. פטרוס ידע משהו על זה. השנייה לפטרוס, פרק א', פרק אחד. חסד ושלום ישפיעו עליכם למכביר בידיעתכם את אלוהים וישוע אדוננו. פסוק שלוש. הן גבורתו האלוהית ניתנה לנו את הכל צרכינו, לחיים ולחסידות על ידי ידיעתנו את הקורא אותנו אל כבודו והודו. Through his divine power, he has given you and me everything that we need for life and godliness. ולחייה לחיות להשתנות שוב ושוב לדמותו. זה כוח על טבעי שהוא נתן לנו. אם אנחנו נדע אותו יותר. If you're continually growing and knowing him, all of this divine power, everything you need for life, and to live a godly life, is given to you. 
The last several days I, I haven't been well. בימים האחרונים לא הרגשתי כל כך טוב. Had a virus or something. היה לי וירוס. And my wife has gone to some different festivities. אשתי עברה את הדברים. And I'm sorry I had to miss them. היא הלכה לכמה מקומות ואני נמצא שפספסתי זה יותר טוב לתת. כאשר אתם נותנים מזמנכם, אתם נותנים אהבה. כאשר מבלים זמן עם מישהו, אתם נותנים נחמה ואהבה. כאשר אתם נותנים לו זמן. זמן זה הדבר היחידי שאתם לא יכולים לקבל חזרה, אז אם פספסתם, פספסתם. שזה אומר, תחזו בה ותשתמשו בזמן. הוא אומר לנו, זה הדבר האחרון ששאול השליח אומר לתחייה באפסוס. אתם יודעים מה קרה אחר כך? לפני שהוא הלך לאונייה, המנהיגים חיבקו אותו ובכו. הדבר האחרון שהוא אמר להם, אל תשכחו להיות נדיבים. זה עיקרון לכל התנ"ך. תמיד יכול להסתכל על אדם וחווה וילדיה. קין ואבל הביאו קורבן לאדון. ואבל היה בכור מן הצאן. אבל הביא את הכסה הטוב ביותר. ונתן את זה לאלוהים. תקשיבו לי. אנחנו צריכים לעשות דבר ראשון ראשית. זה עיקרון של ביקורים. הדבר הראשון של כל דבר צריך ללכת אליו. אהבתנו, הזמן של התפילה, כל הדברים שלנו, כסף ודברים אחרים. הכל הולך אליו. אברהם ידע זאת. אברהם פוגש את מלכיצדק. ולאברהם יש את הכל, את החיות ואת כל מה שהוא כבש במלחמה. ואברהם אומר, אני לא אגע בשום דבר מזה. והוא נתן מעשר למלך הזה. אברהם התברך בגלל שהוא היה נדיב. והוא אהב אמונתנו. הוא נתן ונתן ונתן. אחרי שהוא נתן, הוא התברך פי שלוש. הוא בירך את האלוהים, הוא בירך את המלך. ואז, המלך ממשיך, בראשית חמש עשרה, אלוהים כורת ברית עם אברהם, הוא נותן לו את כל ההבטחות, האדמה, הזרע, כל הילדים שיוודאו בעולם, הוא אומר, אני המגן שלך, ואני אהיה המתנה הגדולה ביותר שלך. ואברהם נתן את הכל. ואלוהים בא, הוא אומר, אני אברך אותך. אתם רואים, אתם בעצם קוצרים מה שאתם זורעים. אם אתם זורעים חסד, רחמים. אתם תקבלו רחמים. אם אתם זורעים כעס, אתם תקבלו כעס. 
And the Lord multiplied his whole lifestyle. It's the principle of the first fruits. It is all through the Tanakh. The first fruits. We have a feast of the first fruits right after Pesach. Where, where you bring the best to the Lord, you would bring it up to the temple. You'd give it to the Lord and it would support the ministry to the Lord and the temple. So, we need to get first things first. And in the, the materialistic world we live in, often we, we tend to put God last. Do I have enough for the rent? Do I have enough for this? What, what about him? He should be first. He, he should be, take the preeminence in everything. After all, he gave it all to us. So in a sense, we're not giving a tithe or an offering. We're returning it to him. It's all, it's all his anyway. And when he sees a generous person, he always, always, always blesses them. And you'll get back more than you give. We need, to, we need to put first things first. I had, to, I had to learn this when I came into the kingdom of God. Now, Peter and, and, and I, Peter and Rita and Karen, Rita and Karen, we're ministers in this kehalah. We have never taken one shekel from the kehalah. Rita runs the ministry with all these women, all these kids. She's run the Shabbat school for years. Karen, Karen works for this ministry as well as the worship ministry. It's all after 10 o'clock every night on her computer. We haven't taken a shekel. You know why? Because we've covenanted together to be generous. I learned it from my spiritual father, David Wilkerson. He's the most generous man I ever met. Now, I'm not saying that to puff us up. Because it, we, we have to pray for everything we get. In my first book, if you read The Road to Carmel, you'll see all these miracles ahead. Well, there's been many more lately. Because we came to help people, to give ourselves to help people. Whether the drug addicts or alcoholics, whether to get food out onto the, into the hungry people, whether it's to bring in refugees from Sudan and Eritrea, it's giving, giving, giving. Because that is the character of God. He gave you your life. He gave you everything you are. He created you. And me. From nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He gave me everything. So when, we, when, we, when Paul says, don't forget to give. Because it's more blessed. And he leaves. Now, let's go to Malachi. Chapter 3. The children of Israel were taught this over and over and over again. And you can look at the great revivals, like under Hezekiah or Josiah. The people were coming and giving. And Hezekiah said, there's heaps, there's heaps upon it. There's so much stuff, I don't know what to do with it all. But they lost it. They stopped giving to the Lord. They stopped being generous. And it was terrible what happened. And Malachi tells the people, look what was ha what's happened to your generous hearts. Look at verse 8. This is Malachi 3.8. 
מלאכי פרק ג' פסוק שמונה. They stopped bringing the tithes and offerings to the temple. And God says, you're robbing me. This is, was such a grievous disobedience to the Lord. They didn't hear a word from God for 400 years. There wasn't a prophetic word for 400 years. Years. God was silent. Look at verse 9. You're cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me even this whole nation. You're blessed if you give. אתם מקללים את עצמכם אם אתם לא נותנים. לפעמים אתם חושבים שזה היה ברק בתנ״ך. תסתכלו על פסוק 6. כי אני אדוני ולא שיניתי. מתי אלוהים השתנה? אלוהים לא השתנה. הוא אותו היה אתמול, היום ומחר. אלה שבברית החדשה צריכים להיות יותר נביאים מאשר אלה שהיו בתורה. תסתכלו על ההבטחה פה. פסוק 10. Try me now on this, says the Lord, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out such a blessing that there will be no room enough to even receive it. אביאו את כל המעשר אל בית האוצר ויהי טרף בביתי ובחנוני נא וזאת אמר אדוני צבאות אם לא אפתח לכם את ארובות השמיים והרקתי לכם ברכה עד בלי די. שיהיה לכם כל כך הרבה שלא תדעו מה לעשות עם זה. כמה אנשים היו להם ארוחה עם מאמין. והוא חילק כמה דברים איתי. הוא אמר לי שהוא היה מאמין במשך כמה שנים. והוא אמר שמישהו בעסק היה חייב לו עשר אלף דולר. And he said, I've written, he's written, he, uh, he hasn't written. I looked at him and I said, will you do, do you tithe? And he looked at me and he said, no, I don't. I said, well, you're disobeying the Lord. Maybe I ought to pray about it. So he started the tithe. ואז הוא התחיל לתת המעשר. You know what happened? Within two weeks, he got in touch with me. אנחנו תומכים באישה שיש לה יתומים באפריקה שאי אפשר אפילו לספור אותה. אנחנו שלחנו אותה מפה. זה בא מהמעשה אל תוך בית האוצר. כל האנשים שאנחנו מאכילים באים מהתרומות שאנחנו מקבלים. האלוהים לא רוצה את הכסף שלכם, הוא רוצה את ליבכם. הוא רוצה שתהיו בן אדם נותן, נדיב. פסוק 11. אם פשוט שנעשה זאת. הוא אומר, 
of your ground. He'll rebuke the enemy for you. He says, try me in this and see if I won't do it. I'm telling you, this is the word of the Lord. And if we will do it, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to you for you to be blessed. That God wants to bless you. And I know he's blessing a lot of you because you're very generous. Praise the Lord. And you know how he responds. So they didn't do it. And for 400 years, they never heard his voice. Now, it's even better than this in the New Testament. Look at Luke chapter 6. Lucas Lucas. Sheish. And running over, it will be put into your bosom, for with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Now, in the context, this is not about money. But you, can, you can apply it to money. Read the verse, verse 36. Therefore, be merciful just as your father is merciful. Verse 37, forgive and you will be forgiven. Give forgiveness and you'll be forgiven. Be merciful and you'll receive mercy. Give your finances and tithes and there'll be so much you can't take care of everything. Many years ago, about 50 years ago, when David Wilkerson started the first drug rehabilitation center in New York City, they ran out of money. They needed $30,000. They were going to lose the building. And the men in the program that were coming off of drugs, they all started fasting and praying. They were praying for $30,000. They prayed and they prayed and they prayed. Finally, the day came when they were going to lose the building. The mail came. And in the mail was a check for $30,000. It, it was from a man named Baker that none of them had ever met. <laughs> he had labored in China for half a century, seeing very little fruit, persecuted. And he saved $50 a month for all those years for his retirement with his wife. Some of those years they lived in a chicken coop, a little house for chickens. And one time she said to him, Mrs. Baker, could I get some curtains for the chicken coop we live in? They lived on nothing. And all this money they saved, when they had $30,000, the Holy Spirit spoke to him and sent it to David Wilkerson. And it saved the first teen challenge. David never met the man. The man wrote a book called Visions Beyond the Veil. It's a great little book. We used to use it in our Shabbat school. It's about the revival among the orphans in China. And uh, David had read this book years later. And one night he was praying and Mr. Baker's book fell out of his bookcase. So he went over and picked it up. And the Lord said, pay the money back. 
אומר לו, שלם לו חזרה את הכסף. הוא שלח לך 30 אלף דולר. הוא קרא למול, זה שבסן פרנסיסקו. הוא שאל אותו אם הוא יכול לדבר עם מיסטר בייקר. הוא אמר, הבן אדם נפטר לפני שנים רבות. האם יש לו יורש או זרע? כן, הוא אומר לו, כן, הבן שלו נמצא כאן, בסן פרנסיסקו. ואז הוא התקשר לבן. האלוהים הציל את הבניין של הנכון. דרך המתנה של אביך. ואני רוצה להחזיר לך את זה. הבן אדם אומר, הללויה. התפללתם בשביל 30 אלף דולר. לבנות שלושה בתי ספר תנכים בסין. האנשים היו מלאים, בתי ספר היו מלאים אנשים. שם יש את התחייה הכי גדולה שאי פעם היה. והכסף הזה, של דלוויד וולקרסון, והכסף שנשלח לדייוויד וולקרסון בעצם היה זרע שבעצם נגע באנשים בכל רחבי העולם. האדם הזה נתן את החסכונות של כל החיים שלו. והדבר האחרון שהוא עשה היה באי בטיוואן. הוא הלך עם המיקרופון שלו. ובישר את הבשורה בסינית, חזר הביתה, חזר הביתה, שכב ונפטר. פגשתי את הבן שלו, וגם את הנכד שלו פגשתי. הנכד שלו היה פה בקהילה הפעם. הוא קוראים לו רולנד בקר, והוא בעלה של היידי בקר. ואז הוא הלך להונג קונג. הוא לקח את כל האלמנות מהרחובות ושאף אחד לא רצה לדאוג להם. להם יש שירות של יתומים באפריקה. אדם אחד נתן. ותראו מה קרה. במיוחד אם אתם מקריבים. בשביל אדם עשיר לתת כסף זה לא שום דבר. אבל אם אתם יודעים להקריב, אתם מקריבים את זה. האדון יברך את זה. כמו הילד עם החמישה לחמים ושתי הדגים. עשרים אלף איש שם. התלמידים אומרים, נשלח אותם הביתה כי אין מה לאכול. הילד ויתר על הלחם ושני הדגים. אני לא יודע אם זה היה ארוחת צהריים שלו או שלקח את זה להורים לערב. ואלוהים בירך זאת. הוא נתן. אלוהים בירך. זה התרבה. הכילו 20 אלף איש. היה להם לשליחים 12 שנים שנשארו מהאוכל. אליהו הלך אל האישה בלבנון. היה לה קצת שמן וקצת קמח. היא רצתה לעשות עוגה או לחם, והיא הייתה רעבה על מאוד, היא ובנה. הם רצו לאכול את הארוחה האחרונה שלהם, ואז היא אמרה, אנחנו נשכב ונמות. ואליהו אומר, תני לי. היא נתנה לו. אתם יודעים מה קרה. במשך שנתיים, אלוהים הרבה את האוכל. היא נתנה באופן קורבן, אלוהים בירך את זה, הוא הרבה את זה, וזה השפיע על כל העיר, ואלפי שנים אחר כך אנחנו עדיין מדברים על זה. אלוהים רוצה שאנחנו נהיה נדיבים. בואו נפנה שנייה לקורינטים, פרק שמונה. השנייה לקורינטים, פרק שמונה, 
פסוק אחד. Moreover, brethren, we make known to you the grace of God bestowed on the congregations of Macedonia. Shaul, Paul, is in Corinth. Corinth was part of Sparta. For centuries there had been war between the Spartans and the Macedonians and the Greeks. So he's telling the people in Corinth, the congregation that he planted, I want to tell you about these congregations up in Macedonia. That Philippi, where he planted the first congregations. Thessalonica. Berea. So he was talking about northern, what it was, today you might say is northern Greece, but don't tell a Macedonian that. These are tough people. I've been up there. They're the people It's rocky, mountainous. They, you know, they have goats and cheese. They can't grow much. But he says to the Corinthians about the Macedonians that in a great trial of affliction, In a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded in the riches of their liberality. These people went through terrible persecution. You can read about some of it in Acts chapter 16. There were riots. People were dragged off into jail. People were killed. And he said, you are, they are poor. These people are very, very poor. And they've taken up this collection and all the congregations and they don't, it's sacrificial. And he's saying this to their old enemies, the Corinthians. He goes on and says, verse 3, I bear witness that according to their ability, beyond their ability, They were freely willing. They were giving beyond their ability. It goes on and, and it was freely willing. No one was com- com- compelling them. Verse 4, imploring us with great urgency that we would receive the gift and the fellowship of the ministering of, of, the, of the believers. They came to Shaul and said, we, we're, we, we have to give you this. They had been taking offerings sacrificially to send to the persecuted congregations in Jerusalem they had heard about. It was above tithing. And it was so wonderful. Paul tells these Corinthians about it. Verse 5. And not only as we had hoped, but they, they first gave themselves to the Lord, then to us by the will of God. We need to give ourselves to the Lord. These people never could have done this unless they gave themselves to the Lord. He gave himself for us. He came and died for us. He took on flesh for us. He learned disobedience for us. He walked these streets for us. He was laid out in the Garden of Gethsemane for us. He gave everything for us. And when you give yourself to the Lord, and you become more intimate, you know what will happen? He will say to you, you'll know it's the still small voice. Bless somebody. It happens all the time. You just pray with your wife and you, you do it. 
It's hearing the voice of the Lord. Somebody's in need. Somebody's in need. Maybe it's somebody in China, but maybe it's usually somebody in the Kehala. You won't even know unless you're giving yourself to the Lord. So he says, they gave themselves to the Lord. These Macedonians. Look, they didn't have the Brit HaDashah. Most of them weren't Jews. They didn't even know anything about the scriptures. They were Greeks and Romans and some Jews. We have the whole word of God. That shows us what we're to do. And God says, I gave my son. And the Holy Spirit said, I came upon you, I clothed you with power. I've given you everything, and I'll continue doing it, that you need for life and godliness. Now look at verse 9. You know the grace of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through your poverty, might become rich. He gave everything for us. He laid aside his glory. He emptied himself and came as a man and came to this planet and through his poverty of giving everything away, my, my poverty, my poverty of spirit, my poverty of soul, my, my poverty of money, the Lord will release his riches if, if, if we do it his way. Now, let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Second Corinthians 9. Verse 6. This I say, he who sows, sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always, having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. There's a time coming when the world is going to go through terrible, terrible times. It's written. The shaking's already begun. I want to say to you prophetically, those who are giving, those who are generous, the Lord is going to pour out such abundance on them that people will be coming by the hundreds and thousands streaming to the goodness of the Lord when they have nowhere else to look. Not to Wall Street, not to their bank accounts, not to their... They'll look to the Lord and they'll see people that are being blessed and they will come and it will be an awesome revival. God is looking for generous people and he'll use them in this end time move of God. End time move of God, he'll use them. Let's finish with Matthew chapter 2. Let me just say this. I think we have a very generous community. I don't know who ties and who doesn't. I'm not, I'm, not even, I'm not even interested. Nobody keeps a record or anything like that. But you, but you know. 
אבל אתם יודעים. My concern is for if you're not giving, you, you're, that's one reason you're not blessed. מה שמדאיג אותי זה אם אתם לא נותנים, לכן אתם לא מבורכים. And I know God's blessing are flowing from the top of the mountain to the bottom of the mountain. השפע שלהם עולה מראש ההר אל תחתית ההר. The sacrificial giving that's going on at Beit Nitzchon, that's why it's blessed. בית נצחון מבורך בגלל שבאופן תמיד מברכים. That's why there's so much fruit that's around the nation now. They're sitting in the meeting today. When the Messiah, the Son of God, was incarnated, took on flesh, and came to this planet, sometime after that, there were these three wise men, and they were in the East somewhere. הם היו מן המזרח. וכנראה הם יכלו לקרוא את הכוכבים ודברים כאלה. הם ראו כתובת רבים מאמינים שהם באו מפרס. והם היו עשירים. היום פרס זה בעצם איראן. הם התחילו ללכת אחרי השלט, הנס הזה, ובאו לירושלים, היה להם גמלים ומשרתים, והיה להם דברים מאוד יקרים שהיו להם שם, שהיו להם שומרים, ובאו למלך ההורדוס, ובאו ושאלו אותו איפה מלך היהודים. האנשים האלה איכשהו שמעו מאלוהים שמלך היהודים נולד בישראל. וכשהם באו איפה שהאדון היה, פסוק 11 בפרק ב'. הם נכנסו לבית וראו את הילד עם מרים אימו, נפלו על פניהם והשתחוו לו, ופתחו את צרוריהם והגישו לו מתנות זהב ולבונה ומור. האנשים האלה באו, מצאו את מלך היהודים, באופן אל-טבעי. וכשהם נכנסו, ראו את מרים והתינוק. קודם כל הם נכנסו. They came into his presence. And when they came into his presence, they collapsed. They fell down. I've studied the word. It doesn't mean they kneeled down. They fell down. And they worshipped. And the name for, word for worship there is, in the original is that they were prostrate on their face. המילה ביוונית המקורית זה בעצם השתחוו על פניהם. זה דבר מאוד אינטימי כאשר בן אדם משתחווה לאלוהים. הנה פה שלושה מלכים אולי היו שוכבים. לפני האדון. ונוכחות האלוהים במקום. הם באו. נפלו. And they worshipped. Brothers and sisters, make 2010 of your time to come into his presence, to fall on your face, and to worship him like never before. As they worshipped, finally, as somehow they recovered, they brought him gold. It speaks of the king. They brought him frankincense and myrrh. It speaks of the high priest. He is the king of kings and our great high priest. And we are privileged to come to him day by day, moment by moment. That we might do this. That we might be changed into his image. As they did this, they gave to the king. They opened their treasures. Yeshua said, where your treasure is, there is your heart also. It has to come from the heart. 
זה חייב לבוא מן הלב. לא משהו לגליסטי שאני צריך לתת אותו. זה צריך לבוא מתוך הלב. הם נתנו מתוך טוב לבם, ואלוהים בירך אותם. למה? הם השתחוו, הם נתנו, והוא בירך אותם. הוא שלח אותם הביתה. תראו מה קרה. פסוק 12. לאחר שהוזרו בחלום שלא לחזור אל הורדוס, יצאו לארצם בדרך אחרת. קהילה. אלוהים רוצה שתחזרו בדרך אחרת. האנשים האלה לא היו אף פעם אותו דבר. האנשים הללו פגשו את המלך. האנשים האלה באו אל תוך הנוכחות של קדוש ישראל. הם חזרו בדרך חדשה, לא באותה דרך שהגיעו. אלוהים יכול לגעת בכם היום. אם אני יכול לקחת אתכם לדרך חדשה. להגיד, אדון, אני רוצה לבוא אחר כמו לעולם לא. אני רוצה לשמוע את קולך. אני רוצה ללכת איתך בשנה החדשה. אני רוצה להיות בן אדם שנותן יותר, אפילו ממה שהייתי, יותר ממה שהייתי. אני יודע על אדם. שכתב ספר, שנהיה הספר המוכר ביותר, לפני 35 שנה שהתחיל להיות רואה קהילה, הוא היה נותן 10%, שנה לאחר מכן 11%. כשהוא כתב את הספר הזה, זה הרב מכר. has brought in tens of millions of dollars. You know what he does with it? He tithes 90% of it. And he drives a 10-year-old Ford pickup truck. This is the kingdom of God. When we give a little, whatever he says, we obey him. He multiplies it. And we are blessed. ואז אנחנו מבורכים. בואו נעמוד. אנחנו ניקח את סעודת האדון, אבל לפני כן, אני מרגיש שהאדון לוקח אותנו למקום חדש של השתחוויה. שלושת החכמים, באמת נגעו בליבי. הם נפלו בנוכחותו, להשתחוות לו. הם נתנו, אדון, תיקח אותנו אל מקום של השתחוויה בשנה הקרובה. places we've never been, to worship you, to fall down in your presence, to kneel before you, to seek you. Oh God, we want to give you our hearts this year in a new way. And I know, Lord, everyone that is generous You will bless them to overflowing. You will take care of every need. We're to seek you first in your kingdom of righteousness. And all the rest will be given. Speak this into our hearts, Lord. Help us. We want to be a testimony. in the city where we live, a giving, caring community. We already are, but we want to go even further, Lord. Take us further. Take us another way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
אם אתם באמת רוצים לתת את ליבכם לאדון, באמת לקבל מגע ממנו, לרכך את ליבכם, לעשות משהו חדש בליבכם, שיקח אתכם בדרך אחרת, אני מבקש שתבואו קדימה. I'm going to pray with you. I've been praying about this for myself. There's any sin in your life, just come up here, give it to him. He's taken it all anyway, if you'll just give it to him. If you need a breakthrough, maybe you're struggling with the rent or finances, come and tell him you trust him. בואו תגידו שאתם בוטחים בו, שאתם בוטחים בדברו, שאתם תצייתו לדברו. הללויה. הללויה. תודה אדון. הללויה. בואו נשתחווה לו. אנחנו נותנים לך אדון את ההשתחוויה שלנו. Let's lift our hearts to the Lord. Maybe you want to lift your hands. And would you pray with me? Father, I give you my heart. In a more complete way. Thank you for Yeshua. Yeshua, I give you my heart. Sanctify it. Cleanse it. I want to be more like you. Give me your generous spirit. I lay all my problems down. I trust you for a breakthrough. Help me become a worshiper in a deeper way than ever before. Make me a worshiper. I give you my heart. אני אתן לך את ליבי. To worship you. להשתחוות לך. Hallelujah. Lord, I want to pray for everyone here. אני רוצה להתפלל עבור כל אחד פה. You know everything they're going through. אתה יודע כל דרך שהם עוברים. You know the battles. אתה יודע את המאבקים. You know the enemy comes in like a flood. אתה יודע שהאויב בא כשטף. But Lord, the Holy Spirit raises up a banner of victory. I ask you, Lord, you'll touch each one. אני מבקש שתיגע בכל אחד באמונה גדולה בך התשובה בדרך תחזיקו מעמד תחזיקו מעמד התשובה בדרך תודה לך אדון תברך את המשפחות את האימהות חד הוריות את האלמנות את האחים והאחיות Bless everyone, Lord, that really wants more of you. And Lord, help us be like those men from the East, that we will be worshippers, and we will leave that place a different way. We'll go out another way, a 
higher way. Hallelujah. We break the power of the enemy in the name of the Lord Yeshua. I take authority over deceiving spirits and lying spirits. The devil's a liar. We rebuke him in the name of the Lord Yeshua. He defeated, he defeated him in Calvary. We bless you in the name of the Lord. With abundance. He came to give you abundance. The enemy came to rob. Yeshua came to give. The abundant life. We bless you for it, Yeshua. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Just worship him. Open your heart to him. Bless every household in this place. Bless the children in the Shabbat school. Bless the, all the ministries. We thank you for all the generosity that has been given out by so many people in this community. You are our shield and our exceedingly great reward. We love you today. Adore him. Worship him. 